Hill Dog likes her bottle, dude. Mm-hmm. She's like a big, cute baby. <laughs> uh, she always tells me in the morning that I'm like a warm baby. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey guys, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio Gallerati, Ryan Lynch. We're doing it. We're here. Yo, 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 yo. The last men standing. Uh, I love this pod. I love you guys. And uh, I mean it. I was saying this the other day to somebody. I forget who. And I was like, ooh, I should say this to the pod people. But I really fuck with all of you. (laughs) I really do, man. Uh, And to a reasonable degree would would bend over backwards for all of you. If anybody comes to my shows and there's a problem or whatever, like like I want to make sure you guys are treated well and have a good time and feel free to always message me. I love talking to you. I appreciate all the support. Uh, I appreciate everybody who stuck around. Um, and it means even more given that we've had some big changes, but obviously we've been able to provide a good service here and I'm glad that you guys have stuck around and are interested in hearing what we have to say. I'm obsessed with the show. Mm. I've always been obsessed with Oops. So I just, I appreciate it too. Yeah, right. Someone came out to uh, the Danny's show from the podcast nice. uh, last Friday. So Hell yeah, yeah I, uh, I loved listening to the podcast. I'm honored to be able to speak on it. So Oops fam is very strong. So We're a strong you. fan. We're a strong fam. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And this Saturday I'm in Seattle, by the way, here after at the Crocodile, two shows. I'm looking forward to those. I performed there before. It's a great venue. I love Seattle. I'm really excited to be back performing in Oklahoma for the first time in the 25th in Tulsa, 26th in Oklahoma City. I'm excited to be back there too. I know those are weeknights, but would love to, would really appreciate if you guys came out to that. Um, And then Liberty Township, Ohio and Louisville, Kentucky, I believe on the 1st and 2nd of November, followed by St. Pete and West Jordan, Utah, not Julio.com for tickets. Uh, We are back. Um, Ryan, I know has a, a big trip coming up. We're working him closer and closer to 10 countries. Mm-hmm. What, what number are we at again? Four. Four. Okay. We're at four. Aruba, Bahamas. The, okay. Yeah. Well, I know. We're, we're counting Aruba. We're going to count it. Aruba, Bahamas. Come on, baby. Right? I think it's Aruba, Jamaica. Uh, ooh, ooh, I want to take you to yeah. Bermuda, Bahamas. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're making our way. So we have a trip. Uh, we are planning to uh, go to Europe. We are going to fly into Amsterdam. You've never been to Canada? No, I've never been to Canada. That's crazy. Yeah. Or Mexico? No. Damn. Mexico, no. Mexico, no. Mexico, no. Okay, sorry. So, so you're flying into Amsterdam. We're flying into Amsterdam, and then we're going to be spending a week in Europe. We're not going to spend all our time in Amsterdam. The plan was, guys, to go to Paris, but as I'm sure many of you have heard, there is a bed bug infestation. And so now we're a little worried about booking a hotel and uh, going in there because it seems like it's really, really bad. Really? Yeah. So how bad are we talking? Public transportation has been affected, uh, restaurants, uh, movie theaters, museums, like any activities that you'd be doing and obviously homes and hotels. Um, So it's spreading fast and they're trying, uh, the Olympics are going to be there next year. So like this is like a top priority. I don't know. I don't know enough about bed bugs. I tried reading into it last night and you're not getting like a, a, a... 
definitive answer as to whether or not you should cancel your trips, I think we might make a change uh, and do something else because uh, it might not be worth the risk. So for any of our Parisian listeners, let us know if this is a realistic worry or not, because, you know, like with anything and even like with the flooding in New York City, Mm -hmm. right? The question is, what? how bad is it? Is it a prolonged thing that's actually pervasive in every part of life? Is it just there's a higher number of them, but it's still fine? I'd be curious to know like the facts on that. Um, so, okay, let's say that Paris doesn't end up working out. You're gonna go to you're gonna be in Amsterdam, and then you're going to London. You said I'm flying out of my flight back to America is out of London, so we're only gonna be there for a day because mm-hmm. um, Vic has a work trip and she's going to be in London. So we time things out so that we end up there because she's going to be there anyway. Mm. Um, and we did London in March. So, you know, there's, we're not going to do much. Uh, we want to do other stuff. So interesting. we thought about Switzerland. Mm. Um, and it seems like the train's like very accessible pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but flights also are too. And they're really cheap. Yeah. So like if you, if there's like a long train ride, like I personally find trains to be intimidating like there's a little bit more of a learning curve when it comes to like even just language. Like I get in Amsterdam, everybody speaks English, but like in some other places, like it can be a little harder to navigate the way that the train station is set up. It's not as standard as a airport. So like I get really stressed that I'm going to like miss my connection or like go to the wrong spot or I don't know. So trains and ferries give me a lot of anxiety personally, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure it'll be fine and easy to figure out. And I know that there's a train from Amsterdam to London, right? Yeah. That's like pretty easy. Yeah. Um, which is kind of annoying because you want to do other things, but it's so easy to get to London from Amsterdam. Yeah. So how long are you going to be there? Oh, seven days. Let's take a look at the map here. So, yeah, Amsterdam is, is not that big. So theoretically you could spend a few days there, have a great time. Yeah. And I think that's our plan. Just a couple of days. Um, I think you might be able to do... You go to like Belgium? Yeah, that that's on our list. Victoria really wants to go there. Go to uh, Bruges. I'd be happy with that. Uh, if you want to be sneaky, you could go to Luxembourg because that's technically a country. Yeah. So some... if I'm if we're if we're gonna take a train and we're going through a ton of different countries, do those all count towards my list? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna try to check off. To some me, boxes. the train counts, but dude, you're not gonna like do that much damage based on where you are, because like now, okay, if you were to train from the Netherlands to Paris you would be you would it would count as Belgium yeah which is which could be big for you but I know you're scared of the bed bugs uh, yeah. but I have a feeling the bed bugs aren't as bad as they're saying yeah I can tell I can tell by by your tone dude I'm not I'm, I'm not skeptical just, I might be wrong it's, I, I uh, it's it's been big news this week and I'm sure uh, I'm sure uh, more and more people are gonna know about it. apparently there's a, a fashion week event in Paris and I've seen some TikToks where people are like you got a quarantine don't come back to America it seems like it's starting to steamroll interesting into uh, something I'm seeing the big news outlets talk about it so we'll see I've never heard of that before just like a widespread bug bug infestation yeah. and maybe like maybe there are places where it's just like always a thing yeah there's some crazy shit out there dude after we talked about bats I got a bunch of bat related DMs mm-hmm. there's this fr- there are these fruit bats in like Indonesia and Southeast Asia predominantly that are just like look one of these up dude apparently they're completely harmless somebody sent me a picture of one and it was just this guy next to the road with this giant fruit bat and I was like oh my god and somebody replied being like the guy holding the bat is the real monster and I was like holy shit dude (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> She's like, those things are majestic and harmless. They eat fruit, they fly around, and this guy has fucking tied it up on the side of the road uh, so he can like make money. And I was like, Jesus, that is so true. Oh my God. Those things are crazy though, right? They're massive. So the one thing they have this going for them- This one looks like them, a dog. I know. That's the one thing they have going for them is that they actually have cute faces. If it had a bat face, that thing would be way scary. It's almost like they became so terrifying, they became cute. <laughs> they came yeah. all the way back around. This one looks like a Karen Terrier with wings. Bro, they have seven foot wingspans. Ugh. They have wingspans bigger than a human. That's crazy. Seven feet? I think between, over six at least. Damn. Um, yeah, know, crazy, that's, right? oh my, yeah, look at this one. Look at this one. Yeah. Look dude, at that. Crazy. Wow. I don't know how I got on the topic of that, but, but. Bed bugs. Uh, yeah, but, but I wonder, yeah, I wonder. I mean, dude, it very much could be a real thing. Yeah. In which case, yeah, you shouldn't, I guess you shouldn't go. Yeah. But that fucks your plans up a little bit because you guys had a nice little. Yeah. It doesn't mess up with us financially. Like logistically, we were always going to fly into Amsterdam and I was always going to fly out of London. So Paris was always just part of what we were going to do in between. She has to go to London for work? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to end up At the end? There. At the end. At okay. the end of our trip. Then she's going to stay out for an extra week. So. I mean, look, London, sorry, Europe is so small that theoretically you don't have to go in like a linear direction, mm -hmm. but I get if you're like married to taking the train, then we're not married to it. It's just, that's just what we've looked at. You go to Berlin. Uh huh. Berlin's a great city. Yeah. Berlin is to me an under, I know that everybody's been there. So like maybe it's not under underrated, but to me it's underrated. Like it's not one of the ones that I think of first, but it's just as unique as any of the other ones if not more so, and it's much more uh, affordable, mm -hmm. which is fun. I, I'm not too worried about it. Either we're going to go to Paris or we're going to go to a bunch of other awesome places. Um, I'm pumped to go to Amsterdam, Sick. and uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's what nice. A great trip, it's man. nice, yeah. And I was able to use flight credits to pay for, uh, I'd say, 90% wow. of my round trip. Wow. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped. Well, bro, what you could also do, you could rent a car, theoretically. You could, yeah. If you, you know, if you feel up to, up for it. Um, but I get that that could potentially be annoying. But, dude, like, yeah, the world is your oyster, man. And you theoretically, this is going to be funny. Like, Victoria's going to be annoyed at me because suddenly you turn into this, like, ch box checker. You're like, oh, if we go here, I get to go to another country. Mm -hmm. She's like, God damn it. She, you're like, what about Liechtenstein? And she's like... <laughs> Really? Let's like, just lay over there for lunch. You go to principalities, like small, tiny countries, just to get the fucking, <laughs> to check the box. Dude, that's how I play the game. That's, that's how, how I play, play the, the game. game. Yeah. So, okay. So, but this is in October? Uh, this is in November. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we have, I think we're about a, a month out. Fun, dude. Exactly and also, a yeah, a fun time to visit too, because I mean, everybody goes typically during the summer, Americans at least, and whoever. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and I, I've always maintained that it's fun to go during... The winter and yeah, as you widen your net, it's fun to kind of like go to the greatest hits, you know, go mm -hmm. to Amsterdam, Paris. I, yeah, I hope Paris works out for you. And if it does, this is a significant boost to your numbers because if it does work out, then that will means, mean that you have done. And also it's a month from now, bro. You're going to be fine with the bed bugs and you don't have, you don't even have to decide right now because your flight is out of London. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're, 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 we're in the wait and see phase right now. Okay. Which is a luxury. Fun. Dude. It is a luxury. I'm excited. Very fucking fun. Sick. Yeah. So, okay. So you get to add the Netherlands, probably Belgium, and France. 
Mm -hmm. to your list guys if you're trying to get in shape we recommend trying out the fitbot app uh what a great tool uh and it has all these little tricks to keep you engaged in my opinion yeah like first of all going in there with a pre-planned workout what an amazing thing as far as just like keeping your focus you're not spending time in between exercises thinking of what to do or talking yourself out of what to do there's a pre-planned thing that's binding and you're going to go in there and you're going to do it i'm constantly in a state of trying to fool my self into not doing what I've planned. And it's it's really frustrating. So if you have this there, that's the first step. The other thing about FitBot that's great, it learns about you as you work out. So it improves the workouts. It takes into account all of the things that you have access to in the gym. And it makes your workouts based on that, which is even more specific and even better. And as you know, like tailoring your workouts to be specific can of course be helpful and more effective. Uh, and you can keep track of all your achievements and personal bests with FitBot's all new progress tr tracking charts. Uh, and learn new movements the right way with over 1,000 exercise demonstration videos. Yeah. That's helpful too. I've been doing workouts that I've never done before. And thanks to the videos, I know exactly uh, what to do, make sure I have the proper form. Another thing I really like is that if somebody's hogging the bench press and that's part of your workout, you can replace it. And it knows all the equipment you have available. So you can just do something else instead of asking if they're almost done with their workout. Dude, and people are always hogging always. that stuff. If it's, if it's chest day... People are in the way, mm -hmm. period. Uh, but anyway, we love FitBod. And for me, like my fitness goals are ever changing. Like some weeks I really want to be in shape. Other weeks I don't care at all. Other weeks I just want to look good in a t-shirt. Other weeks I'm like, you know what? If you just, if you looked a little better, your career will be better. It's like such a mind F. Uh, and FitBod's there for you. If you want to t dial it down, you can. If you want to dial it up, you can. At this point, I, the way I feel is I just want to feel good. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel energized. Um, and I know that like being in shape can help with that. So mm -hmm. sort of what my goal is at the moment. But anyway, it's never been easier to get the results you've always wanted. Check out FitBod. Get 25% off of your subscription at fitbod.me slash oops. That's fitbod.me slash oops. Okay, we have a travel related email here. Question for you, and or maybe even the pod. I have the Delta Sky Miles Platinum, oh, and wow. I'm traveling to Europe soon. I can just swipe that baby like I do in the U.S., right? I'm so in the dark about what cars have fees when traveling abroad. Okay, so, correct. You can just swipe that baby, and you don't have to worry about fees. However, in Europe, not everywhere will take American Express. In a lot of countries, they just don't take American Express. So, and obviously, like, the nicer hotels might, whatever, but, like, Europe specifically... There have been times where I'm like shocked at how few places take Amex, specifically like Italy, France, like uh, maybe some other places take it more. But you need another card. And if you're using your debit card, you are going to get charged fees. So my move in this situation, I have a visa that I'd never use except for when I'm traveling. And it is a like hotel linked visa. I think it's like a Marriott visa or whatever. No, no fee for it. So I don't have to like pay to have it every year. And... Um, there's no international transaction fees. Most credit cards, I think, don't have them, but don't take it for granted. Just double check when you sign up for one. But to me, that's what you should do. You should get a Visa or MasterCard that has no fee on it um, and that has no international transaction fees just so for when you're traveling. Mm -hmm. How many credit cards do you have? I have three. Three? Yeah. In I, including the ones, like, is that one of the three that you were just talking about? I have a visa, um, like a Marriott visa, like the lowest level one that you don't have to pay the annual fee for. Mm -hmm. That's linked to Bonvoy, I think. Then I have the Platinum American Express, and then I have the Delta Sky Miles Reserve Card. 
those both have like pretty big annual fees, but they're both worth it. Got it. And I primarily use the Sky Miles card because there's incentives. Like I get added MQMs, I, which is for any Delta people, like there's things that go towards your status. That's one of the metrics. And if you spend enough money, you get bonuses in that direction. So that helps. And then the Platinum American Express, I find, to be honest, I find Amex's travel portal to not be that great. I prefer not to use it. Um, so I use that card for the perks. So like spending, like that card pays for itself before you even use it with all the shit you get, uh, especially if you travel a lot. So I uh, have that for that. And then I have the Sky Miles for like my day to day and a visa for when I travel internationally. Cool. That is my credit card breakdown. All right, dude, let's shift a little bit here. I have a question for you. So Hill Dog told me that I made a, a very asinine comment the other day. And I want to see if you agree with this. Okay. So we're driving straight, right? We're driving in a straight line and we're on a highway. I'm turning left to go in the passing lane. I called that turning into the passing lane. And Hillary said that that's absolutely absurd. That is called veering. And that to call that turning when you're merging is ridiculous. That really caused a, a reaction This caused like a big stir. I don't think it's that big of a deal, to be honest. <laughs> you could argue both sides, but why? Who doesn't, like, I, I, you're turning the wheel. So you're yeah, turning. Right, right. So I think I think that's a totally think fine thing thank to you. say. Okay, yeah. thank you. She said that that's one of the most absurd things I've ever said. I'm sure you hey, said Hill more Dog, absurd things than that. I've that's sh- not that big of a deal. I've surely said more absurd things than that. Yeah. Full, full our debate about that. It was playful. We weren't like fighting or anything. <laughs> uh, but I was like turning. She was turning. She was, that's called veering. Yeah. I'm like, okay, lady. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What is that? What is this way? thing? Yeah. Dude, this is called magic mind. Have you ever... Have you ever drank one of these puppies? No, but it's green and it looks healthy. Like dude, that looks, I need to get some of that. Dude, it's amazing. It's like a productivity shot. Basically it's clean energy. Um, and there's very little come down and it can really kind of give you some gas to get through the day, boost your energy and focus. And it's a great thing to like have in addition to your coffee. Oh, cool. Do you have extras? Can, yeah, dude. Are, can, I take, I, can I take a couple? Yeah, dude, 100%. Okay. These things are sick. I think that like this is a hot thing right now, actually, dude. Yeah, it looks sexy. I think the celebs are hit. I think it's making its rounds through the celebs. Like I know these surfers were talking about it on their pod that mm-hmm. I saw a clip of. I think the Kardashians are, are messing around with these puppies. Um, but dude, yeah, I'll just like sip or you can just rip it. But I find that kind of like mm-hmm. if I'm doing a pod or whatever, or if I have like a long week or I really need to focus one day. I find that the magic mind can be a really nice addition. Cool. Yeah, my the rest of my week's pretty jam packed, so that would be uh nice to have. Yeah, dude. That. I got a few. I'll, take some. I'll put you on. Thanks, bro. I got a few in the fridge over there. Sweet. I have a question for you. When it comes to like organizing your refrigerator, are you a person who does it in a specific way? Are you particular about that? Um, we organize the fruits and the vegetables because we have two little trays for that. And you put them in the drawers? We put those in the drawers. Mm -hmm. We also have a smaller pullout tray. We put hummus and dips and things Mm -hmm. like that in there. And then uh, I do like our shelf with all of our sauces and stuff that Uh, was organized. We have like seltzers on the very bottom. We have sauces on the very top. Mm -hmm. Jars of jams or mamafuku chili oil uh, right beneath. So we have the big Brita uh, water filter thing and that's such a pain in the ass to fill you have the nice Dude, the refrigerator with the water I know oh the Brita thing also like I get stressed out about it being clean because it's so easy for it to get like scummy yeah 
Are we so I like to arrange all the beverages, but I have like an army of magic minds right now in the fridge where it's just like, oh. which I love that. I love symmetry and like depth of drink. So yeah. like there'll be it'll be like a a convenience store where each row is a different brand. Mm-hmm. So like there's the magic minds right there, and so all the like energy related beverages will be like in a row if we've like pre-made any coffee or any like cold brew espresso whatever we can have that in like a little jar then all the magic minds and then a bunch of alcohol because we had a party after we got engaged and we just have now all the alcohol on the planet yeah so we have all this stuff in there on the shelf whatever but i do like keeping it aesthetic and organized so yeah sweet it's pretty sweet dude yeah dude with i'm so jealous that you have the uh the water system built into your refrigerator because i'd say like I eat, sleep, work, and then fill our Brita filter. Like that is the fourth most common thing I'm doing every single day. And now everyone's like, you know, you gotta drink more water. You need to drink more water. So you know, you buy you buy a water bottle, and then you're like, my sip to walk to the refrigerator ratio is like not equating out. So when you get a bigger water bottle, so you think that you're gonna be more productive by getting a larger water bottle, but you end up just drinking more water and needing to fill it up. And I. Hate filling hate the water filling. bottle because it doesn't do it fast. Yours shoots out hard. It's a it's a it's a heavy. Ours stream. is a shooter. It's a shooter. It's a squirter for sure. And mine <laughs> is just so slow. It's such it's a laborious so task. I hate. It. I'm jealous. That's really annoying, but yeah. dude. I think it's important to, you know, it's good to reduce the, the footprint, so to speak. You know what I mean? So like, I've really tried to shy away from plastic if if I can. I know I have some here, but. Um, in general, like pour water into the glass, even though sometimes it means I'm drinking less water. I'm like, I just need to like overcome it, mm-hmm. but I feel you. It sucks to sit there and wait for a bottle to fill up forever yeah. for ages. It yeah. can be a real chore, dude. But I do like the tumbler type of bottles because you feel really productive when mm-hmm. you're holding them. Like you're totally. getting shit done when you're sipping out of that. hundred percent. hundred percent. Hill dog likes her bottle, dude. Mm-hmm. She's like a big, cute baby. <laughs> uh she always tells me in the morning that i'm like a warm baby she's like you're like a warm baby (laughs) um dude it's funny so one thing about apartment living especially in this age where like people work from home and stuff hillary will be like i have to go i'm going on the phone right now um and she could either take it out here in like the main area but i prefer that she didn't just because i want to be in the main area you know what i mean so she's like should i take it in the bedroom i'm like yeah i guess but in that moment i need to think and make sure that i have everything that i might need out of the bedroom especially if she's on an important call because if i don't suddenly i'm now held hostage in my own apartment i'm sitting on the couch in my underwear and like i can't leave the house i can't do anything i need to like wait for her to be finished you know i mean it really is a thing dude it truly is a thing that is a tough thing to navigate i always leave the sd cards in its case on the right side of the desk right before i leave to come to your apartment to shoot I have everything packed up. I forget the SD card. She's in the middle of a Zoom call that she's leading, and I just have to like <laughs> point. I was like, grab that. And she's like, oh, here. so I get that. Yeah, you really are stuck to your yeah, environment if you don't you have are. everything. Dude, I have a new problem with sleeping that I need to work on. So I predominantly I sleep in all positions, which I realize is maybe part of my problem. I sleep on my back, on my stomach, and on my sides, both sides too. So the problem that I'm having is, and my, my most, I would say the one that I lean the most toward is lying, on, sleeping on my stomach. That is the one that I typically default to. Um, I have a teddy bear. 
that I will typically have somewhere nearby and a pillow that I'll either have my leg over or that's just like nearby. And that's like kind of my comfort zone. When I turn onto my side, I need another pillow for my head. I need one pillow when I'm on my stomach and typically one if I'm on my back, but two if I'm on my side. So like as I'm rotating around in my sleep, I need to like, I have a pillow next to me, a third one that I then will put under my head. It like wakes me up kind of. I don't know what to do. Why do you switch positions? I I get uncomfortable in what position I need to change. Do you get in your head where you're like, I need to move positions in order to fall asleep? No, no, I'm just like- you restrict yourself to just one way of sleeping? No, because I, I, well, I probably could, yes, but I don't get in my head. I just like feel uncomfortable and feel like I'll be more comfortable in another position. Which yeah. I'm right about. When oh. I change this position, I'm more comfortable. Yeah. And then I may stay in that position or I may not. Mm. You're half asleep, you can turn, but you're going to grab that. It's going to wake I you up. I need to grab it. And the other thing and that sucks start too. All over. Yeah. And I have to position the pillows in a way that I don't feel constrained by because I hate having shit in the bed. That's a, not to be sexist, dude, that's a girl thing. Oh, yeah. Having yeah, stuff yeah. in the bed, computers, wires, the lap, dude, it's crazy. And maybe it's because they're smaller or something a lot of the time. Not always, but but anyway. Uh, so now I have like a pillow to my right, a pillow to my left. Like it starts to feel cluttered and I then feel like I can't sleep. I don't want to throw the pillow on the floor because that's gross. Mm-hmm. Dude, we need to eliminate throw pillows. Yes, dude. Please and thank you. What? They serve no purpose. You can't lie on them. And they're not that great of a decoration. Why is there a cylindrical hard pillow in front of the pillows. Are the pillows trying to escape? We don't need them. And where do you put them? You literally just throw them on the ground. Unless That's you their ha- name. That is their name. They are throw pillows. But now you're taking this thing that you've thrown on the ground and then later putting it back on your bed. Touching the pillows that you actually use. Is there some intended way to be dealing with throw pillows? Should there be a throw pillow area that we utilize <laughs> where you place them in a, in a little box or a little like a blanket holder? I Truly. I don't know the answer to that. And I absolutely hate throw pillows. And my apartment's not that big, dude. And like throwing a fucking giant pillow somewhere really causes a lot of problems. It it occupies a large percentage of the space in my apartment, sadly. Yeah, we don't need them. We don't need them. We don't need them. No, get them out. We have four throw pillows. I hate them. Dude, they suck. One of them is leather. Oh. You ever lay on your bed without your oh. shirt on and that touches the back Dude, of you? Ew. That dirty fucking pillow that's been on the floor. Ugh. Bro, absolutely brutal. Get me out of here. Absolutely terrible. I fucking hate it. Um, Dude, I, I, yeah, I'm trying to just like relax more. I've, I've turned into a person who I understand what it feels to feel my best. And I'm sort of trying to recreate that at all times using a variety of tricks, whether it be attempting to eat slightly healthier or whether it be doing yoga or doing some sort of peaceful activity, I really benefit from that. And I think I'm going to start getting more into massages, dude. Okay. I think I want to get more massages. Uh, if any of you guys have any recommendations in any of these cities I'm going for a place where I can get a killer massage, I'm down. I have um, a recommendation. I have a place that I could refer you to. That you go to? Where is it? Uh, well, Vic goes there. It's a nail salon. And this guy there named Tan, he gives really good. good massages. Yeah. And a, a good price range. Oh yeah, he does it. I mean, it's not it's not a full throttle. You're not like putting a towel on. Like you're si- it's you're sitting inside one of those things that you poke your head through, like a toilet seat, and you're just sitting there. And he just fucks up your back. Oh shit! He really fucked me up. I've gotten like a massage 
uh, before. And, you know, it just, it just seems like they're just pushing and not really doing anything. And I always leave feeling like I got scammed. This guy like beat the shit out of my back. You feel like you got scammed usually when you go for a massage? I well, I just don't. Massages have never done it for me, so I just like going into it. I don't have a good mindset, and <laughs> I walk out of there validating my initial thought. It was like this wasn't really worth it. But, but this guy Ton, it's like ten Tom's bucks. Ton, ten, ten bucks. bucks. What? Yeah, he will fuck you up. Like it is awesome. Crazy. That's yeah, sick. it's really good. Dude, I have a friend who had like a a. Chinatown massage recommendation. She's like, you need to go here and ask for Jessica. And I'm like, are you like, she's like, it needs to be Jessica. Trust me. And I was like, okay. She's like, trust. She's like, she'll fuck you up. I was like, Oh my God. And I went and I was like, I need Jessica. And they were like, they looked at me like I knew what I was doing. (laughs) And when Jessica finally arrived, dude, it was, I was as if like the ground was shaking, like the water was like, (laughs) I've never seen somebody with bigger forearms than Jessica dude. She had trees for arms and she was incredible. Yeah. It was wonderful. How long was it for? I think 45 minutes. Damn. Yeah. It was the real deal. Yeah. Good. That, sound, that sounds very good. Good for you. I know. Lead into that. Thank you. That's part of your main character movement. Yes. We actually have a wedding question here in the emails, which I would like to get to. Cool. Um, hey, guys. Big fan of the pod. My girlfriend got me hooked about a year ago, and the transition has been great. Thank you. Thank I you. have eight weddings this year and only two more to go. I have a similar number to that. It's been a long year of weddings. As you can imagine, they have been quite an expense, and I want your thoughts on two things. First question, are you obligated to bring a gift when you travel by plane to get there? I usually do gifts because I feel like an asshole if I don't, if I don't buy one, uh, but one of my friends said, you are the gift for spending $1,500 to be there. Does he have a point? So we'll attack that question here. Um, I believe, Ryan, that the answer is yes, you need to buy a gift. The whole like destination thing, so you don't need to buy a gift, that is like an outdated thing. Like I've heard people of my parents' age say that, and that may have been true then. I don't think it's true now. I think that if you go to a wedding, you need to bring a gift. If you RSVP to a wedding, you need to get a gift. Like for example, I had a wedding that I could not go to that I had said I was going to, and I'm I'm getting a gift. I've already gotten a gift for that. If you decline a wedding, I don't think you need to get a gift depending on who it is. If it's like a really good friend and you only didn't go because whatever, like maybe you should still send a gift. But if you RSVP to a wedding, you need to, you need to, to, you don't need to bring a gift. You have a year after the wedding ends to send the gift. That's the rules with that. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that rule still stands today. Big time. Yep. And I wonder how, if there's like a first 48 with that, like the likelihood after the first, you know, week what the likelihood is that you're going to get gifts because I've heard of people who forget to send them. And I think that's really fucked up and selfish. Mm -hmm. Like get out of your own fucking head, get out of your own world enough to think about the people that you care about and remember to send them a fucking gift for their wedding. Dude, I go to 10 weddings a year. I will never forget to send a gift. And if I ever did, it was before I knew the rules. I'm sure when I was younger, there's a chance that I forgot, but it's because I didn't know any better. Now I'm a man. So if any of my friends are listening and they're like, bro, you forgot, that's because I was 23. (laughs) Like now in my 30s as an adult, I know I was an adult before that, but let's say I was a late bloomer. I have not forgotten to send a gift and I never will because that would be insanely fucked up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'd be awkward to, even with a destination wedding, not bringing something. Like it's just, it's just odd. You don't have to bring it with you, but you need to send something Mm -hmm. at some point. Even if it's modest, you know, 
you can muster up the, the, the whatever 50 bucks at the bare minimum yeah it, it should be more and I, I i've heard some varying schools of thought on this depending like for me like i think that you know i my standard number for what a wedding gift will be is significantly higher than that it's not like a thousand dollars but like you know you're sending hundreds of in the hundreds range but i've heard varying things on this i don't know but yes dude you need to you need to bring a gift i think i don't know i don't know if that's a controversial thing i, think I don't think so i think people would agree with that um second question you mentioned that you uh, you and hill dog split a rental car at your wyoming wedding if you're bringing your girlfriend slash fiance to a wedding and one of your friends who pays for hotels slash rental cars slash gifts my girlfriend typically gets her own flight and I cover the rest when it's for my friends. What's the best way to do it? Uh, thanks guys. Keep crushing it. So this is a good one uh, because at one point we were dividing and conquering in this capacity where if it was like one of our friends more so than the other, then one of us would cover either the gift or the hotel or something. It gets too complicated. So now we're just like splitting everything is pretty much how it's been going um, for the most part. There are specific instances where that's not the case, but um, yeah, for the most part, if we're both going, we're just splitting it. And if it's a friend, additionally, in in the Wyoming case, our friend, we had already made our travel plans and then we invited our friend to come with and I wasn't, I, we're, we just like let him have a free ride on that one. We're like, whatever, we'll, we'll cover it. Don't worry about it. Dude. Our treat. Um, but I don't think it would be inappropriate to split it three ways in that situation, um, especially because your friend shouldn't be responsible for paying for half of the car if your fiance is in the car too. So if you intend to cover your fiance's cost, you should pay two thirds. You should pay two thirds, and your friend should pay one third. In my opinion. Yeah, I yield to that. Yeah, yeah. Which is there's actually a nice add-on here because on the last episode we talked a couple episodes ago when I talked about going to that Wyoming wedding, we went to this place called Gunther Tooties. It is a uh, diner and we had Bugs Bunny as our waiter and I had asked if anybody knew about this and we got a couple of replies. So in case anybody was wondering about this, uh, one guy said that the waiters and, and waitresses did not have names of cartoon characters, but this guy's email was more comprehensive and it sounds like they do. So this is what this guy had to say. I live outside Denver, Westminster area, and I have grown up in Colorado. I consider myself uniquely equipped to follow up on the Gunther Tootie's info request. Uh, nearly my entire immediate family has worked at the restaurant. Uh, mom, both sisters, my brother, and myself. This guy is Gunther Tootie. I personally worked there all throughout high school and would love to fill in the gaps for you. One, there are two locations that I know of both oddly close to one another. Curious which one you landed at. Can you describe your surroundings at the time? Okay, one thing I can say is that I remember somewhere nearby as we pulled out, there was a town called Dakono. And me and my friend Ted, who were in the car, kept going, Dakono, Dakono. And then Hillary would say something and we'd be like, Dakono. Oh, sorry, Hillary, Dakono. So <laughs> that's a good place to start. So I'm going to look on the map right now to see if there's a Dakono 30s near there. Let's see, Ryan. Yes, I did. Lark Ridge Retail Center. Boom. There's the answer. It's in the Lark Ridge Thornton. So the one in Thornton. There's your answer. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, anyway, so that's answer to question number one. Two, 50s themed. You nailed it. Three, Bugs Bunny is not alone. Ooh. All of the waiters have stage names. You get to pick your own. A few of my favorites, Betty Boop, Lola, and my mom's Susie Q. We still call her that to this day. 
Glad you stopped in. The food used to be better. Oh. <laughs> Yo, the e- whoever's writing these, great, all the emails, dude. they write very well. Yeah, you guys really try there, and we appreciate it. There's some great emails. and That was I, a great update. I guess while we're at it, a third one, third and final one here is a massage story. I think at some point I had asked for massage stories because I just assumed that like it could, it must get weird at times when you didn't expect it to mm-hmm. either for the masseuse or the person being massaged. You hear stories. Um, my one friend told, yeah, it was said he went to a completely normal massage. Still got the point. We've talked about the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, this one's from a, <laughs> this one is from a female listener and it's called massage story gone wrong. Oh. Hi G and Ryan love the pod and have for years now. Thank you. I have a wild massage story that I've told many times because my friends always make me tell it. My mom was visiting me in college and we were driving to go to the mall for shopping. While on our drive to the mall, we saw a sign for a massage place called Foot Relax. I had never had a massage before and my mom was like, oh, this will be amazing. So we walk in, we immediately catch the workers off guard. They like don't have any answer to our questions when we just want a full body massage. They don't speak, they don't speak super good English, so we thought it was just the language barrier. We get back to the massage area and we uh, asked to, to be in the same room and see two big Ottomans with striped beach towels on top of them. We then start to pull off our shirts and the woman who were our massagers, question mark, I guess masseuses, Masai, masseuse, <laughs> masseuse, uh, say, no, no, keep your clothes on. <laughs> My mom looks at me like, okay, then. So we lay down in these beach towels and they start massaging us, but they never actually touch our actual skin. There's a scratchy towel between our skin and their hands. It was so not enjoyable. While, <laughs> while they massage us, when they were finished with the arm, for example, they would put their hand in a fist and hit up and down, down our arm to show they were finished. I've seen that before. Uh, so here I am fully clothed getting a massage and they are done with the above waist area. And now it's time for legs. All of a sudden, the lady is yanking on my jean belt loops trying to pull them down. I was like, what the hell? So I look over at my mom to see what the fuck is happening over there. And her pants are down to her mid thigh. So I start unbuckling my jeans so they can pull them down too. Now the towel was not between us anymore? Question mark. So she's massaging my upper thigh and butt. And when she's done, she puts her hand in a fist and starts hitting my bare butt. Now, once the massage was finished, my mom and I look at each other and start pulling our pants up, which is a very odd thing to do with your mother. (laughs) We walk outside and we were charged $60 uh, for full two body hour long massages. We're checking out. My mother's uh, whispers to me, do not tell your father about this. (laughs) (laughs) although what happened was very harmless and honestly scratchy because of the shitty towels reflecting back on the situation we realized we not we might not have been the typical clients for the women's masseuse wearing short tennis skirts my mom and i both listened to the pod and we typed this out together laughing our asses off i hope this gives you a laugh too it's just weird dude yeah i don't really understand it i don't understand that world i don't know the the ins and outs what does the skirt mean i don't know they are likely to do the point no, but there are there women's happy ending massages even? I don't I don't really know. I don't think that, that doesn't sound like it was a happy ending massage. No. It seems like every single uh massage place is very different and there's no consistency. I don't know, dude. I think I I believe that there may be some consistency. Okay. There's the place like Tan, Tan. Mm-hmm. That is a is a type of spot where you're talking about. That's the thing. There's like the reflexology type of place. There's a time massage type of place. There's the point place. There's a fancy place. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know. But it's, there's so many places. It's hard to decipher which one you're walking into if you're going blindly. True. But I think there's a way to sort of 
if there's a place that's just like randomly advertising outside, like it's like massage, like you can tell if it's just kind of like an Asian like reflexology kind of thing. You, I think like I don't mm-hmm. like you're not going to show up and they're going to be like put on a life jacket. You know what I mean? Like it's never going to be that weird. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's some degree of like being able to expect something. It sounds like this person had never gotten a massage before, but I don't understand why they wouldn't touch their bodies until they touch their thighs and their ass. That's odd. But there is something funny about like you and your parent sitting next to each other, getting massages, both being asked to detrow and you're kind of looking at each other weirded out. And now you're like experiencing this weird thing together mm-hmm. and you're like, let's never talk about this again. dude. Yeah. We have a good sense of humor about it too. So it yeah. seems like a fun bonding <laughs> moment for you guys. That's nice. Dude, we have a lot of good mother daughter pod listeners which i think is such a sweet thing mm-hmm. when we've done a couple of live pods in the past we had a lot of mother daughter people come and we've had a lot of mother mother i just said mother mother daughter people mother daughter people i don't know why i'm saying this is so fucking weird this is as weird as the massage mother daughter people <laughs> a lot of like mother daughter combo emails and stuff and I, I just love that i love learning about who specifically is listening to the pod uh, so feel free to profile yourself to us if you think that you fit an interesting description that we might not expect. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, but, you know, get massages with caution. It's turned, dude, it's getting a little colder. And I don't know about you, but my Negronis taste a lot better when, when it starts to get a little chilly outside. Yeah, we're in the we're in the transition. I don't really, I'm not drinking, I don't want to say brands, uh, seltzers anymore. Mm. They're kind of out of season. Mm-hmm. They kind of make me want to throw up now when I, when mm-hmm. I drink them just because of the, the time of time of year. Do you, do you drink a lot of like pumpkin beer? Not really, but I've, I've fallen off of seltzers in general, personally, especially uh-huh. the malt ones. Like I've, I like high noons better than like yeah some of the, like the, the ones that you need to buy in a liquor store better than the, like some of the other brands. But, uh, I've sort of fallen off of them. I was drinking wine a little bit this summer, which was kind of nice, especially on vacation. Like I was able to drink wine and have it like not negatively affect my body or anything, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting, which makes me want to like get into natural wine a bit more. Oh, I've heard yeah. that there's like no hangover with natural wine. Yeah, we are drinking the Kool Aid on that one. Yeah, yeah, we drink. It's been we, awesome. Yeah, we drink the orange wine. Uh, when not all the time, but when we do drink wine. Um, and I haven't gotten a hangover yet. Interesting. We've had quite a bit of it. You like drink a bottle of wine and like not get a hangover? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're kind of in that placebo phase. Mm. Where it's, we're gonna we're going to fly a little too close to yeah. the sun and push a second bottle. Icarus. Soon. But yeah, try that. It's it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I kicked back. I had six Negronis on Saturday. Wow. Mezcal Negroni. Wow. I had a boy. Yeah. They're good, right? They're delicious. Dude, they're amazing. Well, some of them suck, but when they're made great, Correct. they're fantastic. And I had six fantastic Negronis. Where were you? At the stand. It was after the break. Oh, dude. The stand makes great Mezcal Negronis. Yeah. You should have told me you're my boy, dude. They would have been like, fuck yeah, Colorado loves the Mezcal Negroni. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, they did a great job. Dude, oh uh, yeah. So good. So you did, you did like a bringer show at the stand? I did uh, Laughing Buddha nice, uh, at the stand. I brought a bunch of friends. But dude, it was like, regardless, I think there were like seven people that performed. It was a packed room. It was the, main, it was the main stage. It was, was it sick. awesome? It was so much fun. That's sick. It was so much fun. Good for you, And dude. then we stuck around there for... A couple hours because the drinks were so good. We got some food. I ran into Francis. No he was coming to, to do his show. Nice. Um, so I talked to him for a minute. And then I also bumped into uh, your buddy Pete. Uh, that you've... Uh, Petey? Pete? Not Petey. Young Pete. Peter. Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumped, oh, really? I bumped into him. Yeah, it was You said nice. it up to him? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, dude. It was awesome. They, have, yeah. they do... They, they're efficient there. 
They were going up there and they're like, 8.30 show, downstairs right now. Anybody here for 8.30? Come with me. Come with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. They, they're very efficient there. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, they, they run a good show, a yeah. good shop over there. That's great, man. Cocker Spaniels are pretty good too. Yeah, it's the best place to get cocktails as far as like New York City comedy clubs go for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, great full bar and they do make a good mess kind of like there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on the Henny a little bit as yeah. many of you have seen. Wait, can, can you explain the origin? What, what, what is this? I don't what know. is you and Hennessy? I just had this this Hennessy, and when I came back after I'd bought the ring, I was like, I'm going to drink some Hennessy, and I really enjoyed it. And I, I I suspect it's like not that good for you. They say brown liquor is like bad for you, and it's also like Carvassier, right? It's like, I think it's not good for you. Okay. As far as liquor goes. I know all liquor is bad for you, but this I think is particularly bad for you. So I don't want to make it too much of a habit. The Mezcal Negronis I really love. I Once I have more than two... I kind of am like the 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 flavor starts to like wear off for me a little bit. Like it feels like I'm drinking too like I'm drinking too much for how decadent of a drink it is. And not even from like an alcohol perspective, it's just like too rich. So then I, I have to shift. And if I'm in a place where I'm shifting, it probably means I'm drinking too much at this point. And I'm kind of like like if I switch from that to like mezcal on the rocks or like tequila sodas or whatever. It just becomes like a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, right? I hate when people say mezcal. Mezcal. It pisses me off, dude. Mezcal. Mezcal. I'm not a fucking. Mezcal. I'm not a mixologist. Um, but yeah, so like, I'll drink two of them. They're great, and then from there, I pivot. But I'm impressed that you had six, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. I was rock I, and roll. Dude, I was. It was so embarrassing. I kept closing out, so I made like I had like six separate tabs, <laughs> and I acted as if it was going to be my last one. I was like, I'll do one more mezcal Negroni whenever you get a chance, dude. Out of and board. then I go, I pay, and then like by the time that uh, they collect the check, I'm already halfway done with that. And then I'm like, I'm going to do another mezcal Negroni whenever you get the chance. <laughs> I did that six times. I should have just opened a tab. Nice. Yeah, and the thing that you can run into a problem there is like. Right before each show starts, and it's on the hour, and especially in the weekend, it's like there's an eight, a nine, a 10, 11, 12, uh, and a seven also. So seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. And then I guess your show too, which was like six. six. It was yeah. at six. So they have shows on the, every hour. So right before the hour, the bar is always really busy, mm-hmm. which is like annoying. Yeah. Uh, but then like the best time to be ordering a drink is like, 15 minutes past the hour yeah well we had a nice we had a nice plot of land we had had like a third of the bar we we showed up my friend showed up Um, it's great man yeah we had a great time and you seem like you have a good good. group yeah i do i have some really good friends they're very are they old friends uh college friends um so yeah and uh significant others they're all they're all great everybody looped in together yeah is it mostly is the group coupled up mostly uh i think 50 percent 50 percent but only single guys, no single gals. So it's not like there's any. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys got a couple shots of tequila. Yeah, but we have fun. We have fun. Nice, That's dude. Good. Nice. Yeah, I always. It's funny. I like. I try to be helpful. Like if people are like, "Hey, I'm looking for somebody for something," I try to like actually figure that out for them. So I've attempted to set people up before, and I've had some success, but it can be a little like. A little bit of a no good deed goes unpunished kind of situation if things don't work out. Or like if somebody like reaches out to that person and they don't reply and then they like get mad at me. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Like yeah. I like I did that once. I tried to set my friend up with this girl and like she didn't she was like really dismissive to him and I was like, Are you fucking serious? I mean, so the, the stakes okay. are a little high. Did you know that both parties were looking to get set up with anybody? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Both had sort of like Expressed interest and I had Julia, pre- set me up with someone. Well, no, I pre-screened too. I was like, "Hey, 
would you be interested in this person? And they're like, oh yeah, sure. Like, like, like tell them to message me or put us in whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of matchmaking and I, you know, famously have introduced some friends, not as like directly, you know, I sort of like indirectly set up Ricky with his wife. I kind of indirectly set up Benny D and Remy. Um, and you know, I love it, dude. I love yeah. keeping it in the fam. I have no qualms with like people developing relationships with each other that I know, even if that means they might develop a stronger relationship than the one that I have with them. You can't control your friends, dude. Yeah. That's why friendship is so beautiful. It, it's like jazz, dude. You <laughs> ebbs and flows off of each other. There's no rules. There's, you can't, you don't control each other. You sort of have lower expectations than you would from a romantic partner. And theoretically it makes them very sustainable and easy because you can sort of like wax and wane in intensity comfortably. Yeah. You might be on heavy with someone for three months and you just happen to not see him for a while and that's okay. It's, it's great to have friends like that. The ones that you can just pick up right where you left off. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I've, I've, uh, it's really fun getting one of your friends to become tight with somebody else. I've, that's great. I've like, I love that. We invited over like two different people and then they ended up hanging out on their own, mm. which is beautiful. It's great. So you got to be happy with it, even if it means that their friendship's a little bit stronger. Absolutely. It's it's a beautiful thing. You brought Absolutely. them together. It's a great thing. Um, and dude, it's funny. I kind of learned a little bit about this from Hillary because Hillary has a ton of girlfriends and I have great relationships with a lot of them now. And she likes that. Like, I don't know why in the past, like people that I've dated or like I've heard stories about people having problems because their significant other was like weird about them wanting to be friends with their friends. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is that a little confusing? Like for example, no, I get that. Hill Dog's girlfriends, if I'm texting them randomly, that might be a problem for some people. Mm-hmm. But Hillary loves it. Like when I have independent relationships with her friends, she thinks it's like really great. She wants that. And I like I was like, oh that's really nice. Um and I have a lot of really, really close friends um that I've made through Hill Dog which has been such a wonderful thing from all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're friends with everybody. You can do your own thing. She can do her own thing. And totally. It's a, such a better vibe when uh, when you do have those relationships. Vix like that too. She likes when uh, I have inside jokes with her friends and things like that. Yeah. It makes things fun, yeah. Agreed, dude. And as time goes on too, like it's nice that if I'm traveling and I'm on the road, like chances are I have some someone in every city that I go to almost always that mm-hmm. I can like see or connect with. And I really try to do that. The only time I can think of where I like wasn't able to connect with somebody that I knew directly was in new Orleans, which still kills me. I'm like, Oh, I don't have as wide of a net as I thought. Uh, but those shows were awesome by the way. Um, but dude, like for example, Hill's friend, Allie, who I love, um, and her fiance, Ben, they're like good friends of ours now. Um, and I've hung out with them all over the place. They live in Nashville. I saw them when I performed there. They have a house in, Panama City, near Panama City Beach, not oh, in Panama wow. City, but like uh, four minute, 40 minutes away or something. I stayed with them there and that was the story where I accidentally crashed in the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, pick any room upstairs. I just sleep. I'm like, oh, this is a nice guest room. <laughs> and then she's originally from Oklahoma City and unfortunately she's not going to be there when I'm there for my show, but I'm like, bro, I've hung out with you in like every state. I've hung out with you in more states than I have with Hill Dog almost. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of fun, dude. Friends are important um, and it feels really good to to go above and beyond for them which is why it's important to remember to send wedding gifts to your friends Mm -hmm. and to remember to, you know, be as involved and enthusiastic about their stuff as, um, 
as they are with yours. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because dude, and, and listen, you can't control how much somebody fucks with you. Like to some degree, you might have a friend where they, you value your friendship with them more than they value their friendship with you. There's nothing you can really do about that. But like, if you're on a level with friends where like, those are your good friends, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it doesn't, and that friend is not as on top of it when it comes to your special things in your life. That friend maybe doesn't need to be as good of a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't be stuck in a situation where you're giving more than you're getting from somebody. Yeah, you can shift tiers of mm-hmm. friends. You can bump someone down or up based off of how things are going at the moment. So, in a great friendship, you are both going above and beyond for each other in a way where it doesn't even feel like a tit for tat. Mm-hmm. You're not even comparing because you don't even have to. Yep. You know? Yep. Good friends. So it's all about, dude. Friends and family. Friends and family and oops family. I know. Did you ever think about one of the things they were talking about in the blue zones show is about parents getting older and like caring for them and how like, uh, people who are cared for by their families or who live close to their families when they get older tend to live much longer. I don't know if, I don't know if you watched that part, but, um, that's an interesting thing. And as an Italian, there's this sort of stigma that like your elderly should never go into an old age home. Like that is like a cardinal sin. And sometimes I have a little bit of anxiety about it because I'm, I'm just kind of like wondering, my life is such a hustle. Like, and that's sad in a way. It's sad how much of a hustle my life is. I can work constantly all day long and perpetually feel like I'm not doing enough because I am not at a place where I'm, you know, making a ton of money or wherever. And maybe it'll never be enough. I worry about that. And I'm like, how am I ever going to have time to, to, to care for, yeah. My parents, if if I'm lucky enough for them to get super old, and and I intend to be as hands on as possible, but I uh, it gives me anxiety thinking about how I'm possibly going to either be able to afford it or be able to spend enough time. Yeah, and I'm going to, but I just don't know how. Let that motivate you. Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, I mean, the ideal situation is to, or at least for me, the ideal situation is to have a little house in the backyard that my mom or dad <laughs> can live in whenever that time comes. But nice. a lot of work needs to be done to foster that. Yeah. So agreed. my mom, my mom always said to me as a little kid, she's always like, don't forget about me, please. I want to <laughs> live with you guys. I don't care if it's in a garage or a bedroom, like <laughs> anything, I'll do whatever you want. Just like, please don't forget about me. Oh my God. And, uh, it would be nice it's to, really to, ominous. yeah. What from her? <laughs> no, it's just, yeah. It's like, it's a lot of pressure, Yeah, dude. but no, it's good. It's good pressure. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to. Yeah. So, you know, you fight for that. Think about how fucked up that is, dude. It's like people say that like in Western culture and especially like in America, old people, like a lot of the time just become invisible. It's really sad and it's not fair. It's like being old should be a thing that is cherished and honored and like we should have elevated respect for our elderly and like hopefully we're able to at least me as an individual, like make the time that's necessary to take care of them and honor the sacrifices they've made. It seems so unfair that like your parents bring you in the world, they prop you up to live the life that you're living and then you just don't have time for them. You don't have time to deal with them. They're a pain in the ass. It's not fair. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm not okay with that. My perfect scenario is like my parents live nearby and I'm able to pay for a person to like take care of them in their house if they need it. And I'm still around, 
but it's almost like having a nanny for them mm-hmm. <laughs> the way I'll need one for my kids Yeah, where I don't have to just put them into some like place and who knows maybe there are places that are amazing you know what I mean I know I don't want to I'm not judging anybody who has put their parents in an old age home they exist for a reason and I'm sure to a degree there must be something nice about it because you know there's other people who are the same age and maybe maybe it's nice and social and I hear that like people have a lot of sex in those and stuff so maybe it's cool I don't know yeah Dude, you saying that old people are invisible is is pretty sad. It's sad, dude. Yeah. It's not cool. That That's deep. And maybe, yeah, like maybe my challenge to everybody listening is the next time you're talking to an old person and they're annoying you because they're just talking to you for too long and you have shit to do in places to go, maybe take a deep breath and listen to what they have to say. Uh, you know, old people know more than than you give them credit for i think even though a lot of the time maybe they're out of touch with what the the current stuff is like they truly are wise and a lot of the time i find that as i get older and older at every sort of uh junction i underestimated the things that the elderly were saying to me so i try my best to try to give them attention you should do i think i saw my grandparents uh last weekend and growing up it's always oh what are you up to ryan what are you doing ryan tell me about your life ryan and then i think for the first time in like a long time i started asking questions about like what he used to do and like nice uh you know they used to uh like my grandfather he stole my grandmother from her fiance and i didn't know about that and so you ask questions these people lived lives they lived full lives and there's tons of stories that they have to share just as you you know you and i share stories or anybody has short stories that they want to share like ask them questions ask them questions beyond you know like how are you doing or did you watch the yankees game last night like they got some pretty crazy stories and they might surprise you ask they got there they'd be happy to share them my grandfather loves to share stories you have to ask the right questions though yeah yeah get them going yeah dude very cool i love it um so yeah Love love a pod that takes a little turn like that. Call your grandparents. Call Nana and Pop Pop. Call Nana Call and Pop and Pop. Call Chief. Call Chief. <laughs> oh, is that that's what your dad wants to be? No, right? that's what Hill Dog was saying. She wanted her mom to be Chief. Chief. Dude, Chief is hilarious. Yeah. Wait, what do you want to be? What do you want to be called? Uh, I don't know. Your grandparent. I don't know. What do you want to be? Probably Pop Pop. But that's weird because my grandpa's name is Pop Pop, and that's like a whole weird and like encompassing his role type of situation mm. my dad goes by pop and my mom goes by cc it's cute yeah i don't know i guess pop we'll see yeah i don't poppy? know maybe I i'll come up with poppy? my own you ought to be poppy i'll be pop <laughs> well poppy doesn't it can be like p-o-p-p-y it doesn't have to be like poppy, poppy. <laughs> yeah i like pop pop i know some people who use poppy for me it was always like italian ones i just called them mm-hmm. nono gino nono no lena and then my other grandmother was just nonna Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know my other grandfather. Um, mm-hmm. But my older grandfather supposedly smoked three packs of cigs a day. I used to smoke cigs, dude. I don't know how one could possibly smoke three packs a day. You'd have to be smoking the entire day, every single day. I suspect maybe packs of cigs were smaller back then. I could picture if there were 10 cigarette packs, I could picture three. We should look into, we should look into we should that look into and that. see if the uh, call their bluff. It 60 sounds like cigarettes, a bro. 60 cigarettes. 60 cigarettes a day? Yeah. Break that down. You have to, if you're awake all day long and not sleeping once in 24 hours, that's three cigarettes an hour. So let's assume you're only awake for 12 hours or whatever. Let's say, say even 16 hours. Do the math there, dude. I can't off the top of my head, but like you're smoking what, four to six cigarettes an hour. 
mm-hmm. and cigarettes take four or five minutes to smoke, say, you're spending most of your time smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I'm glad I have never tried them before. The math doesn't add up on that. No. Yeah. Don't start now, dude. No. no. Not that you've landed. At this point, no. There's definitely It would be no insane. Way. It would be insane. Oh, my God. I thought... Never mind. I don't want to get into that. Um, <laughs> what? No, I, I'd rather not... I'd rather... It's, it's nothing... It's nothing to... Dude, I found that any time you've done this, <laughs> it ends up being worth it. Nothing. My, so one thing I love to hold over my parents who are super straight edge. They both tried cigarettes in high school just once and they both hated it. And I've never smoked a cigarette. But when I'm with my friends and I'm drinking, I am a fiend for the jewel. Oh, uh, yeah. Fiend. And like it's my, my buddies can read right through me now. I got to come up with new tactics. They're annoyed because they know you're going to ask for it. But I them I send them Venmo's like $3 here, $4 there. Whenever I think that I'm asking too much or being too annoying and they don't ask for it. They're always like, sure, Lynchy. Like, yeah, Lynchy. My friend Steve. Lynchy? My friend, my friend Steve's like, Lynchy, yeah, sure, take a hit. And uh, I wish he <laughs> would listen to the pod because it's a pretty good impression of him. And he, uh, <laughs> and he's so, he's so generous and I always, I'm just like, can I see your jewel again? Can I see your jewel again? Like, it's not looking. Can I see your jewel again? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just sucking the shit out of it, but I've never smoked a cigarette, so um, I, there'd be no reason for me to start now. Yeah, yeah. Man. Also, I just another thing with Pop Pop. I feel like once you decide, once your name is Pop Pop, I I can't imagine you're having sex at that age. Like Pop Pop's having sex. He might be. I don't know. He might be, dude. I don't know. That's gonna be a full on. If I were to transition into Pop Pop, that's a full on retirement. He might bedroom. be pop popping Mimi or whoever. Mm, Nana. I don't that's my Nana, no. Let's not think about <laughs> no. Alfonso and Leona like that. Let's uh be respectful. <laughs> Viagra, man. Hell of a drug. Yeah. Um well anyway, go out there in, in your old age and use that sword. Yeah. Go give her the good stuff. You still got it. Lay the pipe. Lay the pee. <laughs> Oops the podcast. Now Julio.com for tickets to all my shit. Buy some merch. We got the turkey shirts. Ryan's wearing one right now. It's pretty sick. It's fabulous. Um, if you guys have any, we've heard some requests for certain merch items. We'll make them. If there's stuff that you guys want and, you, and you'll buy it, let us know. We'll add it to the roster uh, with the holidays coming up, especially. Maybe we'll come up with a couple fun items to add. And uh, oopspodcast.com. Email us, oopspodcast at gmail.com. Even if we don't read it on the air, we will reply. And we try to reply as much as we can to DMs and stuff too. Um, so feel free to hit us up if you want to chat. And uh, that's it, Ryan. Anything to add? That's it. Ryan is really polite. Thank you, guys.